0: little pig, little pig, let me come in. What did the little pig say? Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. And that big bad wolf huffed and he puffed and he blew the house in. And my version of the little goes that the little piggy scurried off to his friend's house whose house was made of sticks for he had built his house of straw the next one built theirs of sticks and then along comes the big bad wolf and you know how the story goes it blows that house down and where did the two little pigs scurry off to? their friend who built a house on a solid footing on a foundation with bricks And a fireplace that would eventually take care of the big bad wolf. It's a beautiful tale. You know, it doesn't have to be a true story in order to be true to life. And the parables are very much like that. They tell a truth that we can build our lives on. And Jesus did that. Well, as you know, there's lots of big bad wolves out there these days. Big, bad wolves who are self-serving, who are are greedy, and who say, "If, if you do something against me, I'll sue you. One of my favorites is, I didn't say it was your fault. I said I was blaming you. Big, bad wolves. And they come unannounced, and they seek to blow our houses in, and... Sometimes it can come as someone who's out to get us, or a disease, or a famine, or lots of things. How many of you felt the earthquake this morning? Yeah, about 6.30? It didn't wake me up, but it woke my wife up and the dogs, and she said it sounded like someone slammed a big heavy door. That's what it sounded like to her. 3.5. There were three of them over in East Wichita. Maybe they haven't been living right. I don't know. We ought to check into that. Oh, how quick we are to find fault and to lay blame. You know, let's quit spending time finding what's wrong with the world and instead... Let's find ways to celebrate what's right. What's right. The prophet Isaiah and the passages that Cindy read to us a moment ago. He's talking about repairing the breach. He's talking about rebuilding from the rubble of the past. In fact, there's lots of, uh, of cities in uh, Israel, uh, in the Middle East, that uh, are built up on mounds. And what they would do is uh, they, they would build their homes of uh, brick and mud and thatch and whatever they had. And uh, maybe they would have war waged against them and they'd tear down the, the city. But what would they do? They would just pile on the rubble and then they would build on top of it. They would repair the breach until by the time of Jesus, he could easily say a city built on a hill cannot be hid. And that's what they did. They built on the rubble, upon the rubble, upon the rubble. And that's where archaeologists have a heyday, digging down into that rubble to find out history and how it has repeated itself over and over and the other passage from Isaiah talked about rebuilding the room, ruins so that our lives would be like, not like a desert, but like a well-watered garden. Ah. So instead of talking about the seven deadly sins, let's talk about the seven life-giving virtues. And you can make up those seven. It's not too hard to do. One of the ways that we do that is through our baptismal covenant. Our baptismal covenant is a way that we vote for all that is right and good in our world. Yesterday afternoon at five o'clock, I had the privilege of coming here to the sanctuary and meeting a family for an infant baptism. Now, we usually do it on Sunday morning, but COVID hasn't been nice to us. And there are folks who uh, are leery about coming in groups. And I want to thank you for being cautious as well. And so we we did a baptism here, and a beautiful little girl, she let me hold her, Ah, and she had on a gown that her mother wore when she was a baby, and she was baptized, and I got to take water and say, Iris K., I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It was a beautiful experience. And then the family, uh, we all gathered around her and we placed our, our hands on her and we prayed for her and for her future. And then we took a pledge, much like what Pastor Daniel was talking about last Sunday, that we would surround her with a community of love and forgiveness that she may grow to be a true disciple of Jesus Christ. You ask why we baptize babies? Because we believe in voting for what is right in our world. And it is right and good that we should present our children to God early. Because God is already working in their lives. And he's building on the foundations of the faithful that have gone before us. Taking the rubble that has been a part of our world's experience... And through the gift of new birth, physically and spiritually, God is saying, I'm not done yet. I'm going to give you the power to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves and to build on the rubble and to create newness. That's why you come to church today. I don't know, how many of you have been itching to come back? We've been itching to have you back because speaking to Oak, well, it's it's been an experience. But we come back. I picture it this way as uh, uh, the, the, the hearth of your fireplace. And you, you take the tongs and you take out a burning ember from, uh, or a burning coal from the fireplace. And you set it on the hearth, a stone hearth. You wouldn't set it on any other hearth or something like that might happen. And what happens to that little piece of coal as it sits on the hearth? it begins to go cold. And if you let it be there long enough, its fire will go out. So what do we do as the people of God? We take our embers, our ashes, our little pieces of coal from the hearth and we put it back into the flame so that once again, we can glow with warmth and hope and possibility and forgiveness that's what baptism is all about is taking our lives and offering them to the fire of god in christ that he gives for us to ignite our lives Into a beautiful and blazing flame that gives light to a dark world that gives warmth to a cold, cold environment. That's why you're here this morning. It's fun to get to tell you why you're here. Whether you agree with that or not, I don't know. But that's what I want to do. I want to live my life so that uh, when I wake up in the morning and look in the mirror, I don't see myself as a victim. I see myself as one empowered. I don't want to be able to get up in the morning and, and look in the mirror and feel sorry for all the troubles I've seen. But look in the mirror and see the Spirit helping me open up The potential of the day. I want to be able to look in the mirror and see that I have a solution to offer today rather than to be part of the problem. Now, there are plenty of days that I'm kind of like the big bad wolf, (laughs) and I'm grouchy and I've got a growl in my voice. And I want to go blow somebody's house down. There's a, 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 an American Indian parable. I call it a parable. That is told by the Cherokee. Some of you may know it. About a Cherokee elderly man who tells a story to his grandson. And he says, grandson, life is like having two wolves within us. One wolf is a good wolf and one wolf is a bad wolf and they're fighting with each other. And the bad wolf is filled with envy and wrath and greed and blame and conceit and he's trying to undo the other one. But there's also a good wolf And the good wolf is filled with love and honesty and truthfulness and generosity. We can make a long list for each one of them. And he said, they're fighting for me on the inside. And the grandson thinks for a little while. And then he asks his grandpa, which wolf wins how many of you heard this story? Finish it with me. The one you feed. The one you feed. Maybe I'd like to write, rewrite that story of the, of the three little pigs and the big bad wolf. Maybe we can envision a day as Isaiah did and as Jesus did where we can build on the solid foundations as repairers of the breach. And when the big bad wolf comes to blow our house down, we can find a way to meet them at the gate and share love. And through our love, the rough exterior can soften. And maybe... Someone said this is pie day. Yeah, the 3.14, although when they said pie day, I thought of apple. (laughs) With ice cream on top. With Cool Whip on top of the ice cream. And more Cool Whip on top of the ice cream. Cool Whip is good on anything. But you know what? I would hope that as we rebuild our community of faith by coming together, that we'll find lots of ways to meet the big bad wolves that scurry around us and within us. And we can feed the good stuff. To fill our spirits. To have pie and fellowship together with others, some whom we don't even know, and some who we maybe don't even like, and that we can begin once again to vote for all that is right and good in our world and be a light that illumines the darkness, be a garden with fresh blooms instead of an open grave That we can be hope for the road ahead. Are you listening? There's lots of big bad wolves out there. But our God is bigger than that. And he has bricks to offer to build a solid house on solid rock. That the ancient foundations which we have learned from from years ago may inform our present living and our building may prepare a world for our little ones to enjoy.